Cousins back to throw on fourth and 18. He's given time. He wants Jefferson. Climbs the ladder. Oh, my goodness. And in this heavyweight bout, the Vikings with the knockout blow. And the Vikings are kings in the north once again. Welcome to Vikings Now, a new venture here at Fox 9, where each week we're going to dive into Viking games, preseason, regular season, postseason. I'm Jim Rich. That's Ahmad Hicks. He knows his team inside and out. You want to know the team? He does. Honest to God. <laughs> Honest to God. I've been here forever, and he's already coming up with things. I go, really? <laughs> well, that's just what happens when you play the game since you were six years old. You know, I'm a big football fan. I know. Fan, Let everybody you know? know that. Let's yes. let's get into that before we get into week one and the mm-hmm. results because it wasn't that exciting anyways. Right. Let's get into your football side. Not so much your TV side, uh-huh. but how you approach covering football okay. from being a player. So I used to be a player. Started when I was six years old. My dad got me in the game. Believe it or not, I absolutely did not love it when I first started playing. I hated contact. Well, I believe that. I was yeah. not physical no, at all. No, because you get rocked. Exactly. I and I yeah. played at age up, so it was tough for me. But by the time I got to high school, uh, Kirkwood High School had, I won't say a powerhouse, but we had Jeremy Macklin, uh, NFL player. And that's in St. Louis, right? Yes, that's in St. Louis. Okay. Yeah. So uh, by the time I got there, I just fell in love with the game. And then I just told myself, you know, I have to either go to the National Football League, which I knew that wasn't really a realistic opportunity for me, but I said I have to do something where I'm, I'll be around the game. So reporting on it, you know, just gave me that uh, avenue to still be around the game that I love and uh, played in college at SIU Carbondale and Missouri Western. Walked on at SIU Carbondale, got a lot of, you know, valuable experience, you know, being a walk-on and seeing how Division One football operates. So I know all about the film study. I know all about the recovery <laughs> after games. I know all about the weightlifting sessions in the morning leading up to the big game. So I like to say that I can put myself in these players' shoes, although I never played at the pro level. All right, what position did you play? Let's get into this. First first school, Missouri Western, I got a D2 scholarship to play defensive back, and then I had dreams of catching the football and scoring touchdowns. Okay. And my buddy who plays in the NFL now, he was at SIU Carbondale. He called me and said, hey, come be, come here, come play wide receiver. I said, all right, you got it. So I went there, was a fourth string wide receiver two years in a row, worked my way up to second string, and then got hurt both years during training camp. So as for those who don't know, when you're a walk-on, you know, when you get hurt during training camp, you go to the back of the line and all those scholarship players get every opportunity. So, you know, I just had to kind of go through some adversity and persevere. Taught me a lot about the journalism industry. All right, so you now know what Mm -hmm. these players are going through out at TCO right now. These guys that have played in this first preseason right. game and were out there and mm-hmm. had to step into that spotlight yeah and knowing the internal pressure that's on them mm-hmm. you're putting more pressure on yourself than the absolutely. coaches are yeah absolutely because this is something that a lot of those vikings players have been dreaming of their entire life so when they step on the field in seattle for that first game i'm sure that the heartbeat was pounding oh, out yeah. of their chest the nerves were going all over they have friends and family texting them from all over saying hey i'm watching you perform tonight and you got to think a lot of those guys that got reps in that game don't get a lot of reps in practice because because the ones and the twos get a lot sure. of reps they needed during training camp. So when you see the threes and fours go into a preseason game, odds are they haven't gotten a lot of reps at practice. So when they're getting out, getting in there, their eyes are big, googly-eyed. <laughs> they're like, all right, what am I doing? And something that I've talked to a lot of Vikings players about during training camp is – 
overthinking because when you go from college to the pros, you talked to Booth yeah, about that, yes, right? He was a guy that, that talked a lot mm-hmm. about that, and you know he's he's in that spot, even mm-hmm. though he's a high draft pick, right? He's still playing for his life. And even Jaron Hall mentioned that how you get these NFL playbooks and you have so many plays you have to learn. So when you get on the field, you're like, all right, am I doing this right? Is that the right formation? Should I check here? Where you really don't get to play like yourself and be the athlete that you've been all your entire life. So I think in the preseason, you always see a lot of nerves, but that third and final preseason game is when players just let loose and they say, you know what, I'm leaving it all out because they got to put something good on film. So that first preseason game, take it with a grain of salt because, you (laughs) know, they were a little nervous. Yeah, 24-13. Nick Mullins is apparently going to be the backup (laughs) for this club. I mean, if Kurt Cousins goes down, Mm -hmm. that's where they have to go. How worried should Viking fans be? I mean, Cousins was the most hit quarterback in the NFL last year. If Mullins has to play a Mm -hmm. serious amount of time. I mean, his numbers are fine, right? 14 to 20, 139 yards, touchdown. Mm -hmm. But if they have to really count on him for a month, Mm -hmm. six weeks of the season, I mean, can this team continue to be at that same level? Well, no. And what NFL team? No, will I, be I the agree same with you, but I wanted you to say yeah. it first. Yeah, what NFL team will be the same without their starting quarterback? Let's let's be real. There are 32 starting quarterbacks in the National Football League, but only about 20 of them are good guys. Where you're like, that's our guy. We're riding with them every single year. The rest of the 12 are like, hmm, maybe we need to improve. But you our have style. to have a quality backup you, that you can do. at least get you through it when yeah. you're in a bind, and that's the question. I think he's shown that he can be the guy. But he doesn't have the arm strength that Kirk has. And you got to think Justin Jefferson. Is that Jordan the Addison, biggest thing? Or do you think it's not enough reps for him? Well, that, you know. reps is one thing. The backup quarterback always prepares himself like the starting quarterback. And if, if right. you watch the quarterback series, Kirk Cousins will tell you how Nick Mullins was giving him nuggets on how to prepare, how to best learn this playbook, you know, rather quickly. So I think he has the smarts. I think anybody who plays quarterback in the NFL, they're really, really smart, can pick up on anything. But athleticism, just that it factor. I don't think backup quarterbacks have that around the NFL. So Nick Mullins is a guy that can get this offense going, lead it down the field. But if you're talking about 4,000 yards, 30-plus touchdowns, less than 10 <laughs> interceptions while filling in for Kirk Cousins, that ain't happening. No, no. no. Uh, another spot that the Vikings have to figure out in this preseason is the running game. Ooh. Obviously, Alexander Madison mm-hmm. uh, is the heir apparent because there's no one else apparently knocking right. on his door. Right. Uh, Ty Chandler got mm-hmm. the uh, bulk of the carries against the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. What did you see there? Is he truly a number two, or we could get into more of you know, how the team continues to perhaps look for help there? I like what I saw from Ty Chandler. 11 carries, 41 yards, four catches, 29 yards. Versatility is what he talked about. He said that the way to, to, to ensure your roster spot in, on an NFL team is to do everything, is to be right. very versatile. Absolutely. So I think he showed that he's a guy who makes the first man miss. He doesn't go down on first contact. But what you have to ask yourself is – If Alexander Madison goes down, are we trusting Ty Chandler in blitz pickups and pass protection? He doesn't have a lot of NFL experience. So do you think that's more important than actually running the ball? Yes, absolutely, because if you everybody can run the football, but if you can't protect the quarterback on third down and he's getting level because you <laughs> missed the blitz pickup coming off the right side, you're going to be bench and you're never going to play again. Yeah, well, That's I mean, just you, as important. You could go back to Adrian Peterson yeah. here with the Vikings. He was a two-down back. Yes. He was not in there in the third in the third down situations yep. because the Vikings didn't trust him to either, A, pick mm-hmm. up the blitz 
or decide to block somebody. And there, I, there were yeah. times where he just said, I'm not. I run the ball, and that's all I do. And I think that's why the Vikings decided to try and bring in some veteran presence in that running back room. They haven't signed anybody yet. They signed a rookie, Aaron Dykes, out of Richmond. But I think it's important. You want somebody with experience, and they just don't have that behind Madison right now. All right, and last thing on the offense, everybody wants to see – Jordan Addison, yeah. right? Everybody's talked this kid up. We've seen all the college reels that are mm-hmm. amazing. Right. But does that translate to the National Football League? How big a yes. step is it going to be for this kid? Like you said, you played at that mm-hmm. level, but you even know that the NFL is a whole different beast. Well, let me just tell you, when you're a route runner and you have speed, speed kills. And when you can set when you can run routes, you can really set up where you want to go. You can be an artist on the football field. And I think that's what Jordan Addison is. A lot of guys who come from the college ranks they're in spread off in systems where they just have to run to a certain area they don't have to actually run a route beat a guy he's played in pro style offenses he's played with Kenny Pickett the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Caleb Williams will be be the number one quarterback taken in next year's draft so he's played with NFL worthy guys so I think he'll translate he's fast he can catch the ball he can run the uh, run after the catch and he can make contested catches and as you guys saw toe tap catches you know Kevin O'Connell didn't challenge that in the Seattle game but if that was a regular season game he had a little tony toe tap type catch yeah well that's what cousins talked about too is the most impressive thing he says about justin jefferson is that he'll go get the football yep. and we're seeing those same attributes in addison yes especially every day in training camp he is making those contested catches where he's laying out in the back of the end zone he's diving for the footballs and if you throw in his tape from pittsburgh or usc you will see this guy is a playmaker every time he gets the ball in his hand so when the vikings go 11 personnel and you have justin jefferson kj osborne and jordan addison and tj Hawkinson in the slot <laughs> oh my god that's gonna be mess match nightmares as long as the vikings offensive line can protect kirk cousins All all right, last thing, let's jump into the defense and Ivan Pace Jr. What a story this kid has been. He's already running the defense yep. a lot of the times when he's Had out the green there. Dot during the Seattle game. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, that's crazy. And, and this isn't just for the preseason. He may be the dot guy in yeah. the regular season because Jordan Hicks has talked about that he doesn't mm-hmm. like to wear it. And I've heard Ben Lieber say on the broadcast that he didn't. Chad Greenway didn't like to wear it it's because a lot of responsibility. he wanted to focus on himself, exactly. not everybody else. Because there's a lot of times where you're that linebacker and you're looking around telling this guy to move, and all of a sudden they snap the ball and you turn around and everybody's gone. <laughs> That's a lot of responsibility for an undrafted rookie to, to wear that green dot on the defense, which is essentially telling everybody their plays. You're making the checks at the line of scrimmage, and you're making sure everyone is lined up pre-snap. I don't think people at home understand the responsibility. That's like being Kirk Cousins right. on the defense. So right. if your guys aren't in position, that's on the linebacker. And, and you don't know the play. No. Right? You when don't. you're Cousins, you're dictating what's mm-hmm. going to happen. Like, yep. I know you're going there. I know you're going there. Yep. I know you're going over there. I have to look at this glob of people on the yep. other side of the ball and decipher what I see and tell and obviously you seconds. got obviously you got Flores in your head telling you one thing but that gets but cut that, off that, right that yeah. gets cut off they can completely move on you and yeah. it's up to you to remember okay when they did this this is what Flores right. told me to do and that speaks a lot to his knowledge of the game and just his expertise to be able to go out there and run that defense as an undrafted rookie I think that says a lot and he's a wrecking ball he is small <laughs> yeah. but man he comes with a lot of might yes he and did that's why it. he went undrafted right yes, the, size the size is what scared yes. people mm-hmm. off yeah 
when you look at a linebacker <laughs> in the NFL, they're 6'3", 250, right. run a 4'4", 40. This guy may be 5'10", maybe 240, 250, soaking wet. But, like, when you throw on the tape, man, he will knock you out. And that's what you want from an inside linebacker, somebody that sees the ball and goes and gets the ball. Now, Brian – Asamoa, he's a guy who was supposed to be in that starting role alongside Jordan Hicks. He's been nicked up this camp. He hasn't dressed out in almost two weeks. So this is a guy who Ivan Pace Jr. will be in competition with whenever he gets back. I asked Asamoa the other day, when are we going to see him? He said soon. So we don't know if Ivan Pace will start the season wearing the green dye because if Brian Asamoa has something to say about it, he'll step in there. But I think that's a battle that we want to watch the rest of preseason. All right. Pace knocks people out. We've knocked out the first preseason game for you follow us all year vikings now find us where you find your podcasts we'll be up every monday morning for you that'll give you something to listen to on the way to work and there's also video that goes with this as well if you found us as a podcast or if you found us as video there's a podcast vice versa go to our website that'll find it follow ahmad hicks on twitter or x and we're fox (laughs) nine sports as well so we're out there as well so let us know what you think let us make it better. This is something for you, the Viking fan, right? You want to know the dirt. This guy knows the dirt, but you want us to present it in a certain way. Let us know because yes. uh, we're kind of chameleon-like. And we we'll could do, change how yes. we'd like. We'll do whatever you guys need. Just make sure you follow, like, subscribe, wherever you're listening to this. Give us feedback. Let us know how we can get better because we want to deliver for you guys every week. All right. We'll see you next Monday.